You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. (laughs) We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. Oh, the harmony. (laughs) We want to be better. We want to be better, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is amazing. All right, let's take it away Broadway style. We want to be better, we want to be better, yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't too bad. That was awful. <laughs> so I just dropped the girls off at Kinder. Yeah. And... What a morning. I was pulled aside and treated like a criminal. Oh, my. I oh, my God. I know. What did you, so, what did you do, Annie? <laughs> I walked in and I was thinking another day, innocently dropping my daughters off at child uh, no, kinder. And the teacher came over to me and was very, very quiet. I was like, excuse me, can I just take you over <gasps> the side for a moment because I just need to have a little bit of a chat. No worries. What's oh my going through gosh. Your head at this point? Honestly, like- I'm like, chest gets hit someone. <laughs> um, no, actually, I was like, I know they start watching pornography at a young age, but surely it's not down to kinder now. No. It's times have changed. Like, yeah. What could it possibly be that got like her voice on the low level yeah. and the real concern in her eyes? This is a confidential thing I needed. Exactly. With you. Let's just take you away from the other parents because it's kind of serious, and I don't want to humiliate you. Oh my lord! Went over honestly, heart palpitating, <laughs> and. She pulls out from her pocket. She's like, I've, I've just been keeping this. And then I'm like, holy crap. Like, what is it? Oh, my God. What, what is was it? it? It was a muesli bar. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? My husband had put an illicit substance oh. in the school Wait, lunchbox. a muesli bar? No, muesli bars are fine, but it had nuts. And I was immediately blamed Liam. <laughs> okay, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. Pause for a minute and... For your friend that doesn't have kids, why are nuts an illicit substance? Um, are you serious? Nuts. You live in Australia and you do not know that nuts, because of allergies here. I'm sure it's worldwide, but... That um, you can't take any nuts to school. Surely this is not just an Australian thing. Yeah, because of anaphylaxis. So many kids have an- allergies. It's actually really serious and I'm mortified I... that we did it. But it wasn't me, so I'm just going to Okay, keep well, just so you know, Annie. <laughs> making sure that everyone knows I'm a good parent. If you go through customs and they find some illicit substance in your bag, it's not going to hold up just saying, oh, no, I didn't pack that, my husband did. It doesn't hold up. You can't blame him. Well, I'm going to try. <laughs> Imagine the like, and the way that I felt, I was so apologetic. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean it. Yeah. And like, honestly, Did I was you... pulled aside. Like, I was going to be handcuffed. <laughs> I like, I've called the police, and they're on their way. And I'm just leaving. But yeah, no, I'm not treating allergies lightly. Hello, I've actually got anaphylaxis. Okay. I get it. Okay. But your anaphylaxis is the randomest thing. Okay, you need to explain to the listeners. So Annie has an at will go into an anaphylactic shock. Yeah. Okay. Over the randomest thing. Please tell them what is that? Horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
and which is good because allergic to horses, let alone anaphylactically allergic. Yeah, well, um, you know, if I wasn't a vegan, it would be serious because horse hair is in like brushes, makeup brushes, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I would, you know, Australia racing. Everyone goes to the races. Luckily, luckily, I'm picketing out the front. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but in seriousness, though, if like, no, I'm not really. Well, I should be picketing. I'm not pro she- horse um, horse racing at all. But if they, if like, say, a trainer was to come over and get angry, and they had horse hair on their top, that would be life threatening for me. So, do you carry an EpiPen? No, because I'm irresponsible. But I just avoid. Like I used to avoid Swanston Street in Melbourne because they used to have the horse and carriage on there. They still have that, which needs to go. Yeah, but they've just moved it up. So, okay, so you can't have any nuts. Okay, so when I was growing up, um, it was like if if a kid at your school had a peanut allergy, then the parents were notified and no one was allowed to bring nuts. And I thought that was extreme at the Mm. time. I didn't know it was a nationwide ban on nuts. Yeah, no, it's nationwide. You know how your parents got notified, by the way? Humiliating story for me. I went to a school that was nationally acclaimed for equestrian. <laughs> now, I already like struggled a little bit because I was already awkward at school and a bit of a nerd and always wore like to casual clothes day, I always wore outrageous clothing. And mm. they were like, who is that chick? She is so <laughs> not cool. But, um, Everyone that did equestrian, which yeah. was so many people, they would have to have a shower and change their clothes. Because of you. Yeah, because <laughs> of me. It was so awful. So humiliating. But I was thinking about this, like, as I was, you know, riding home, I am back on my bike, everyone, by the way, um, and I was like, how I felt about the nuts and how seriously, mm. like, seriously, this kindergarten treated it. All I could think about was the kids at Douglas High, is that what it's called yeah, in America, yeah, yeah. that are all rising oh. up right now about guns and gun safety and taking it to the NRA. I mean, they and should be dealing with post-modern, like, post-modern, sorry, um, PTSD, you know, they've just yeah. experienced something so horrific and they're just like, no, there's been countless victims, yeah. the difference is we're going to be the last ones. Like, yeah. they are doing amazing things. Yes. Pushing Congress, changing, um, trying to change legislation. Like, it's amazing. Incredible. Yeah. And all I could think is, are Australia treating peanuts, like, better than Americans are treating guns? Guns. Yeah. I would not even be surprised if we had, like, security checks soon for our lunchboxes. Yeah. Because (laughs) the way that I felt after that, I was like, I am the worst, immediately called Liam and I was like... You have a strike next to your yeah. name. Pick it up for the family name. I, you know, it was so serious. Yeah, and which it, so should, it be. should be. It should be absolutely. Yeah. You could kill a kid. That's mm. the whole point. So it is uh, like our gun issue, except you know like, they've got gun issues and we've got nut isn't that issues. incredible isn't that, though? Yeah, that that's the way it is. The difference. Yeah, that yeah. is that is incredible. It's it's scary. And I mean, I, I mean, I, my kids have Liam's like never sit drugs to school. That's I know. That's how it felt. I honestly thought, oh, this crack in the lunchbox. It was so bad. And so, yes, like we said, so for an anaphylactic person, you're probably better give them crack. Yeah. Honestly. That's really bad. Um, But, yeah, and then I was like, 
my kids, I'm so lucky that my kids have never taken anything, ingested anything, you know, that they were like allergic to or had a bad yeah. scenario. And then it got me thinking. Yeah. You know, and you know where this is headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wedding. Yeah. That was the only thing I could think of. Yeah. This is now, my favorite story of all time. I just want to say, this I love is it so my much. most nervous story that I have ever told out loud, ever, <laughs> purely because per- parenting shaming is the worst. Yeah. And it is going to, I don't know, I'm, I feel like I could be seriously in trouble. Vilified. By telling this story. Yeah. And not just vilified, but <laughs> honestly. Like semi-reported. I'm. Um, I know. I'm not even joking. Like I am hesitating telling this story. Should I tell it? Should I not? Yes, please tell it. Okay, okay but the thing is, even if you do accident. a stand-up job of parenting, you're getting vilified anyway. So, just tell the story. Just tell it. Because right. you are doing a stand-up job of bar- parenting. I don't think anyone. But this is one slip-up. And it wasn't on my watch. And it wasn't on your watch. Yeah. Again, that's not going to stand up in court. But anyway. (laughs) I'm just going to keep my blaming other people for my mishaps. So my wedding day, I obviously had my kids there. I wanted them to be there. But I didn't want them. And they were to go home and like to be in bed by 7.30 still. I got married at 2 o'clock, going to be in bed. But I had my grandmother looking after them. And... You know, I want to really enjoy my day. I love my kids, take photos, have a moment and stuff, but also you want to go away. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I organised. It was I got married on a thirty-nine degree day Mm. Celsius for anyone that's outside Australia. I don't know what that means. That's over a hundred degrees, I think, in Fahrenheit. Very freaking hot. Yeah, and so we organised that there was going to be a slushy machine. Mm. Uh, is, yeah, which I is hope. like, what? How else do you describe that? Like a like a, icy drink machine. That like was a, blue. an alcoholic frappe, but not with milk. That, okay, <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, a slushy. Yeah, a slushy. I, I don't, An ice slurpee. Drink. Some slurpee. people call them a slurpee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there uh, we like go. what you get at Seven Eleven or whatever, yeah. and then add alcohol, and it was blue. <laughs> and yeah. it, this is not night. Drinking, nothing like that. But um, I think everyone knows where it's going now and it's too late to back out of this story. So (laughs) I was amused. Like The kids were running around and there was this weird moment where usually my kids are sort of fighting, niggling. On a hot day, I would expect them to be over it. Long day, photos, all Mm. that stuff. And then I saw, not even joking... Cheska dragged Delphi along the dance floor. And again, this is like five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Drag Delphi along the dance floor, laughing, like in a nightclub yeah. that you drag your friend, and then fall on her, roll around on the ground, and they were like, I love you, I love you, you look so good. <laughs> now, that was exactly like being in a bathroom. It was exactly. And I, I actually had a moment like, ooh. So- Pretty. You mean so much I to me. Like just every your outfit and just everything, right? Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. And then I looked at them, like they've got blue lips. They have blue lips, and immediately my heart <laughs> jumped out of my mm. chest. 
and I ran over my, and it's my grandma who, mind you, yes, she's a great grandmother, but she's only in her 60s. She's not like, I'm not leaving them with a seriously elderly person that mm. couldn't look after them or well, anything. Apparently so. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to say it in court. Um, I went over and I'm like, Grandma, they didn't have the slushy machine, did they? And Grandma was like, Yeah, of course, it's hot. <laughs> Grandma, that has alcohol in it. But because Grandma was going up, the bloody person that was responsible serving it, that's who I'm going to blame. Yeah. Responsible serving an alcohol person that I had employed yeah. kept giving her cups. And then we came in plastic cups. And she went over and she gave them to the kids. Now, I don't know how much they had. They could have had one sip. I have no idea. And it could have all been a coincidence. And that's also what I'm going to tell myself. Yeah. But they had blue lips. And I think my kids got drunk on my wedding day. Yeah. It's the most horrifying story. Oh, these but I didn't happen. give them nuts. <laughs> you didn't so, give them nuts. You know, I, there was no nuts fault. present at my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of drunk, yeah. how was your challenge? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The nerve of you. <laughs> but the accuracy. Segway, segway. <laughs> so smooth. That was an excellent transition. That was smooth. That was an excellent transition. Um, yeah, my challenge. Um, look, I um, I had an interesting one this week. I, I'm into oh, natural health beauty products, let's say, you know, because the whole vegan thing, you kind of don't want to... Use Maybelline and of course, stuff, of course, you and know. also like once you start on the journey, and then you go on plastic, and yeah, all exactly. the other stuff. So and um, microbeads and like you know the yeah. fish eat in the ocean and kill the fish, even though it's not made of yeah. animal products. Blah blah. Yeah. So I um I dye my hair and I dye it black, um and it's pretty much already black, but I just do it black so it's got mm. that real sheen in it, um which. Okay, people that have it's blonde gray. hair. You want to know it's grey. No. Yeah, it's grey. Okay, like I might have a few greys. I'm not going grey. There's just greys coming We're out. all going grey. I don't um, know what it is. You know, my um, mother-in-law like was braiding my hair and she said, when, at what age did your mum start going grey? Because she could obviously see them. And I said, oh, I am aware of it. I don't need you to bring it up with me. I know that they're there. It's fine. Um, but, yes, yeah, so like black hair is hard to maintain only for the fact that if, if it fades out, it just looks really shit. Like, you need it to be really shiny and amazing and, and good. So I dye it a lot just to keep it going. I actually, they used to have this really good shampoo that you could just put it in and it would keep it fresh. And they've discontinued it. And I was at Hair House Warehouse complaining to the girl that was selling it because I was like, why don't they just make it? Why are you taking it out on the girl at Hair House no, Warehouse? And then like, she, she has yeah. personally done it to you. So I, I was just saying to her, I was like, isn't it annoying that they got rid of it? Because she had black hair too and I thought she could commiserate with me. Okay. And I was like, you know, it sucks, doesn't it? And she's like, um, yeah, I just work here. I don't make the products. I was like, no, I'm aware. I'm just... I just thought we could have a chat. Have some empathy. <laughs> God. I wasn't personally yeah. blaming you for this. But so, yeah, I dye my hair a lot and um, there's a lot of plastic involved in, yes yeah so much plastic you know yeah. you've got the activator bottle and then the extra gloves, serum oh, and gloves yeah, yeah just a lot so I thought okay I love going to Lush because you know they've got a lot of products that don't use any plastic like if you use a, a shampoo bar from them that's like a bar of soap there's mm. no plastic from a shampoo bottle in that so that's a really good idea so I thought I'm gonna try my hand at doing henna hair dye which is a big deal for me because I've never used it before. 
and it was it was a challenge, like an actual challenge to use this. It wasn't like I thought it was going to be a breeze. I was so excited to do it. Nah, it wasn't really. Wasn't really that easy. Actually, Is that it? We're no, sort no, of no. It, I've up. Got, it was I've got hard. A lot to say, <laughs> okay, but I just wanted to say, Henna. Speaking of that topic, Annie, what? Basement Jacks a few years ago came out with a song called Oh, oh, oh my no, god. You're oh, not. I am. I am. Oh no, I you're am. not. So no, no, you're not. Basement Jacks. I hate you. I'm gone. No, fuck this. <laughs> I, I actually I can't. I'm so mad. You are you trying? Are you I'm putting my earphones back on. Okay. Are you trying to humiliate me on my my Al own podcast. I think you did that yourself. No, that was in confidence. <laughs> you are such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so oh my God, speaking of not. Hannah, Basement Jacks years ago come out with this song called Where's Your Head At? That's the title of the song. So the song obviously goes, Where's oh, Your off. Head At? Annie, bless her, thought it was Where's Your Henna? It was the 90s and cultural appropriation, like, was rife, okay? It was very on topic. Like, if you went up to someone at a blue light disco and said, excuse me, where's your henna? Yeah, where's your henna now? Where's your henna? And I honestly used to do, like, Bollywood moves to, like, dance to it. It's so bad. I'm really embarrassed. And she only found out. A year ago, like less than a year ago, that that's not the song. Because you said play it, and then I Googled it, and I'm like, there is no henna song. <laughs> and then you're like, what? Yeah. Okay, so out. you know that Shut song, up. though, actually. So it's called Where's Your Head At? I used to date a footballer. I know, me. Yeah, I know. You did I not. Did, yeah. He didn't How play did you- AFL, he played. Waffle. Oh, it doesn't count. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you played Waffle, which is the West yeah, Australian yeah. equivalent of VFL. VFL. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, fuck that song because his football club did this like video of like the best plays at the end of the year to that song. And the very beginning shot was him doing some sort of, I, I would say, a football Bollywood? mood if I knew one, but I don't know, of him coming out of some, I don't know, catching a goal or something. Uh, catching a goal? That's yeah. how good I am at football. You're yeah, good. I'm really good. Taking a mark or something, and that was the beginning. So it starts off with like, where's your head? And he's catching this thing. He would play it over and over, just that beginning bit, just constantly over and over, watching himself. The wankery. The wankery. And I thought, you know what, football is not for me. I'm done with that. And that song. So whenever I hear that song, I just think of him running out, catching a goal, whatever that means, doing something with a football. <laughs> Fuck that song. Um, but, yeah, so look, Hannah, oh, okay, this is this was a messy motherfucking challenge, let me tell you, because it comes in a block. It's just like a hard block, kind of like a block of chocolate, and you've got to break it all up, boil your kettle, put on the stovetop, break all this henna up, put it in the pot, have the pot on a low heat and then put the water in and kind of oh mix it. God. Yeah, that's it's just like to a, get it going. A prac exam at uni. It's <laughs> really like, what? It was really hard. So I wanted to keep it on the heat the whole time because I thought it would be easier to keep it malleable if it's like that. So I pulled my mirror out. I'm standing in the kitchen. I've got a towel down and I thought, I'm. this is going to be fine, right? <clears throat> Not going to be a problem at all. I'm going to smash this out. And I'm reading the instructions and it says to have it thick like brownie mixture like a pancake batter for is the consistency that you want which I thought was a bit weird yeah 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 so I start putting this shit in my hair fucking disgusting I honestly can only explain it would be like 
dyeing your hair with actual cow shit. That's what dyeing your hair with henna is. It's not. Cow pad. It's, yeah, cow pad on your hair. It was so thick. It was disgusting. And it's crumbling everywhere. So I just wanted to get it on and out, like, up so that I could just fucking clean up the situation and just not deal with it anymore because putting it in my hair was so gross. And does it stain your skin then, like actual henna? Well, that's the thing because I use black hair dye when I dye my hair. So if you get that on your skin, I have to actually pour bleach on my skin to get it off. Like I Did you? Yeah, I usually do. So I was really scared this was going to happen with the henna. Oh, oh, sorry. That's in normal hair dye. Normal hair dye. Because black hair dye is like you touch it and that's it. It's right. It sticks on you. It's kind of like on Fern Tree Gully, like that black sludge. It just gets on everything and it destroys like everything. the Attic Nightclub in Hamilton, my hometown, the floor <laughs> had started disintegrating because it is that bad. It had a, like a tarquette floor and when you leave the venue, you would end up with like war paint yeah. all over you because... It was like the floor. <clears throat> it's come home. Honestly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't oh my leave you god! Alone. So that is what black hair dye is like. It's like being at Revolver. Honestly, I've lost a pair of shoes to Revolver. It was just like they were done. It was like Revolver just Revolver being the went, like the the nightclub, nightclub that never in yeah, yeah Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, lovely, like the naughty, the naughty nightclub. Only been there once. Never going back. So. Anyway, it was so gross. So I ended up just getting in my hair, pulling my hair up into it kind of all became this one big dreadlock. It was disgusting. It was so heavy because I have really thick hair. But you couldn't you, – I don't think you could do Hannah because your hair is long and thick. You just – you can't move. It was painful. Mm. And then I have to start cleaning up the thing and I thought, this is like a fucking crime scene. Like everywhere there's just black everywhere. And I thought if I killed someone, I would never get away with that because I would just be like fuck it. Like there's still on my kettle oh, black black handprints on the kettle because I was like oh fuck it, I can't even be bothered. So I managed to clean up a bit, but my hair's all crumbly because it goes hard. So I couldn't even go in my house because I've got white carpet. So I just had to <clears throat> pour a wine and sit up the side for for a few hours because you have to keep it in for at least three to four hours. So I just kept drinking wine in the backyard, which was the good part. <laughs> Sorry. Are you losing your voice? <laughs> that was the good part of the henna experience, yeah. actually. Uh, it was so painful that I thought, okay, I'm going to wash this out and see how we go. Mm. At this point, I'd like to point out, I thought I'm never fucking doing this again. I was like, fuck henna. It's not worth it. Yeah. I don't care. Get in the shower, start washing it out. Really difficult to get it out of my hair. Like, I was just like, no, why would anyone pick this product? It sucks. Shampoo, 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 condition, amazing. Okay. It's honestly, honestly. the best I've ever seen <laughs> I've hair. never had healthier hair in my life. I cannot speak higher of ha- ha- like henna now. I'm like, I love it. But the experience of doing it sucked dick. And I would say if anyone... Which we know is bad. Which we all know is bad. Like, oh my God. That's why I'm not getting... I don't want my braces off. Because like, I'm kind of not allowed to do it right now. Um I would say <laughs> if anyone ever wants to dye their hair with henna, like d- definitely do it because it actually is better for your hair. It's kind of like a hair treatment is what the girl was saying. But I've got some tips because I actually did learn and I'm going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. First of all, don't listen when they say to have it like a brownie consistency. I don't know why you would do that. Make it like a liquid. That right. makes sense. I don't. It, yeah. it hardens anyway. So why the fuck would I? Oh, I just... That was, that was a shit. Silly. Like, yeah. yeah, like Lush, crumbles. I love you, but that was a dumb thing because right. it just crumbles everywhere. So don't do that. Um, probably do it outside is another thing, you know, if right. you can. Like heat it up on the stove and then just take it outside and do it really quickly. Um, and have 
a good amount of wine in the fridge for when you're sitting outside because I ran out of wine. It takes a long time. Yeah. But other than that, it's really good. And like what colours does it come in? Uh, Well, look, that's, I I would, I've only used the Lush one because it's like pure henna. I know that you can buy like henna dye in packets, but that kind of defeats the purpose of, yeah, it's the same fucking thing, right? So um, they have different colours. They've got like reds and oranges. Um, the black ones, you're not allowed to wrap. That They say not to wrap it up, so that's why I couldn't really go inside. But if you use an oh, orange one or a red one, they you're tell to you to wrap it up because it's better for the colour. Mm. But, yeah, I, I definitely recommend doing it because I've actually never had a positive experience with any of these fucking challenges, like Hello Coriander. But this one, I would say definitely go that for it. That is so good. Yeah, and... Um, my hair looks really nice. I'm I will say so myself. It so. does. It looks amazing. Thanks, Do you yeah. know Liam dyed his hair blonde once and wrapped no. it and sat in front of a heater and then took it off and parts of his hair just like fall out. Oh my fell god. Out, yeah. Fall out. Jesus honey. Fell out. Yeah. And he was like a leopard. He had orange <laughs> spots all over his head. And he was playing, actually, he was playing VFL. So I don't blame oh. you for not wanting to date footballers. That is no footballers. embarrassing. No. And it, it's his driver. Oh, no, he just recently updated it, but it was his driver's license oh photo. Oh, my God. For Please so tell me you still long. have it. I will find it for you. I don't just know why the whole, um, the whole thing of guys having blonde tips in the 90s was like frosted tips was such a thing. And I can't believe how many guys I made out with frosted tips, but no, just no. Yeah, well, that's like the good. man bun of the 90s, wasn't but I'd, it? But I'd go with a guy with a man bun. I'm down with yeah, that. Yeah, but I reckon you would have gone with a guy with frosted tips back I in did. the day. Okay, well, that's exactly... In the 90s, how old were you? Wow. Early 2000s. Oh, my God. See, and oh. this was exactly what I was talking about at the start of the podcast. I worry about children. It's... No. So early to be dating. What? How old were you? Nine? No, 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 no. I had my oh, I had my first kiss at fourteen. Okay, I was like a really good girl, and then after that first kiss, it went really downhill, <laughs> real fucking quick. But I was escalated. Good. I remember being like thirteen, no, fourteen, and my friend was like, "Oh." I gave a guy a blowjob and I was like, cool, had no idea what she was talking about. I didn't know. Then when I found out what a blowjob was, I was like, oh, you put it in your mouth? Like, I had no idea that yeah. that was a thing. It's, just, I, it's still to this still day disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> like, I'll, never get over, I'll never get over it. Like, oh, yeah, you put it in your mouth? Like, um, no. That is hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, Eddie, I want to know what, speaking of... Speaking, actually. Speaking, yeah, there we go. Orcelant, orcelant, everyone. Not excellent, not awesome. Orcelant, yeah. My new favorite. That word. sounds like a mythical creature. I think it's very appropriate for me. Yeah. Orcelant. <laughs> I'm honestly using that all the time now. Mm. I did public speaking as my challenge this oh. week. Yep. Pull out the debating badge from school. <laughs> I like. I'm third speaker. Thank you very much. <laughs> See how I had no friends? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I actually did have friends. <laughs> believe it or not. But was the debate? Should we have to shower after equine sports because of one kid at school, and you're the only one on the debate you team? It's like so yes. cruel. See. <laughs> This is why we're so lucky we didn't meet in school because we you would have just been mean to me. I would not have. No, I think we still would have been friends. Yeah, you would have just still embraced that I was a loser. <laughs> um, and all seriousness, the debate I had in school was about marriage equality. Oh. Isn't that so sad that wow, like I was debating that for a long time? I have been practicing for years yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, and I got an A plus. Anyway, moving on. Um, so I did 
public speaking and I had to do a gig on Sunday mm-hmm. and I had to do a public speech mm-hmm. and I do them every now and then but I have had a massive break so I haven't done one in ages and now I have four within like a month I know it's hilarious that people want no, me to do I love it. I'm, I'm standing here like looking at you like, I know, wow. because I'm such an anxious person and even like this podcast, like, you know, hello, look at last week, just broke down and cried, <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I actually have a few hurdles to jump. I find it really hard and to get the confidence up and the skills up, like it's it's actually yeah. not easy. and. Often I'm so passionate about things because I don't talk about mm. anything. I only talk about the things I love. Um, when things like mean so much to me, it makes it so much harder because then you get wound up and you don't want to let anyone down and you feel like you're doing a disservice if you don't give a good – so it's really bad and I go in my head and I go nuts. So In public speaking because you yeah so you know if I'm talking about I don't know feminism I was talking about environmentalism on the weekend and it meant a lot to me and I don't want to I don't want people to be like see she's lived in a tree for too long she can't even speak (laughs) like you know I needed to get my point across it's hard though with public speaking because I I am pretty good at it I think but then I get adrenaline and I get too distracted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I lose the points that I want to say. It's really hard. And then I'm like, oh, I don't need cards. I'll remember what I want to say. Oh, no. And then I get up there and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, public speaking is hard. It is incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, I, I, I spoke off a laptop on the weekend. I had like um, a doobie whacker. Oh, my gosh, Annie. Like, what a doobie is whacker. See? Great at, like, ad-libbing here. Um, you know, like a table with a laptop on it. So it was all... A podium? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, let's not dwell on it. I'm going to think about it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, like, reading off something. So it was okay. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, Stan! Fuck, clearly I've done so well. <laughs> Everyone's going to want to take my advice Guys, now. Guys, you should really watch um, Annie do a speech because she clearly knows what she's oh, doing. Oh, fuck. See? You no, mean to me. No, <laughs> but, yeah, so it was okay. And I, I yeah, sometimes um, don't have anything to read off. This, it was a speech speech because they needed it to be. It had, it was full of facts and yeah. numbers and whatever. So, yeah, it, I was reading it and that's okay. But um, here we go. Here are my tips. Oh, and I wrote tips. them down. And now there's 13. Bear with me. Wait, I'm going to just so bang through these. You were doing a talk. On environmentalism. Well, mm. So you're like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, That's exactly but slightly. But I get looking and I definitely <laughs> wouldn't have like More drowned talent. More talent, in Titanic. Really. I'm a survivor. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you would have been Rose if you had been in the Titanic. Cause, yeah. yeah, but yeah. yeah. What? Because I'm a woman. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just, I don't, yeah, they would have cast you, I assume, as Rose, but. My mum and dad didn't pay for all those swimming lessons for nothing. (laughs) I would have fucking got on a boat. It's, you know. Yeah, I know. The boats weren't even that far. They could see. (laughs) The more you swim, the warmer you're going to be, and the more you'll make it to the boat. What are you doing? There is a thing called hyperthermia, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've experienced it. See, that's why the chef survived. I would have been fine in the Titanic because he just drank all his booze. And then he was so hot in the water. Yeah. I would have been sweet, mate. I'd be and sitting there doing the backstroke. Yeah. Your 
you would have had so much liquid in your body that you would have kept afloat. <laughs> anyway. I would have just got some ice from the iceberg, chucked in a bit of scotch, made a little... If we're gonna go down, we go down with style. (laughs) Go down with style. (laughs) Cheers. But I want to hear. I want to hear your um tips, please. Number one is like dead set, super obvious. You have to practice, and you have to have written the speech one week in advance, no later. And I am the biggest procrastinator, and I love doing things at the last minute, Mm. but not with a public speech. You have to do it a week before to give yourself time and make it feel natural. Yeah, and. Because Practice once you write so something, you know, you'll read it again a few yes. hours later and you're like, oh, wait, Why this sounds much better. That? Yeah. Well, it wasn't natural the way I had written that. or mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also, when you're practicing, have to say it out loud. It's not reading it. Yeah. No. You have to get up, practice it. Who cares if you, it feels really weird and awkward mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff and they say to do it in the mirror. I don't really do it in the mirror. Yeah. But... I just, you have to do it out loud. And you have to do do all your hand signals. Well, I did. I did it to Liam and um, I did it to the other lady that was sort of directing the day to make sure. And also to do it to someone is also practice in itself because when you're by yourself, you feel really confident. Mm -hmm. The minute you go to do it to someone, you feel a bit of pressure. Yeah. So it's a nice little practice. The next one is you have to know the setup. So when you get there, you have to get there. With extra time. Again, I'm notoriously late. Yeah. Um, I You have to be there early. You have to have made sure that the mic is working, made sure that your laptop is fully charged, mm-hmm. you know, know where everyone's sitting. You have to have it all scoped out. Yeah. That absolutely is crucial because it, there's nothing worse than getting up and then turning on the mic and it doesn't work. Oh, my God. And you've got or that not moment. knowing how to bring it up or down. Yes. It's too distracting. <laughs> you don't know how to use the mic. Exactly. Down. Yeah. You want to look like you're your shit together. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. My next one was no coffee, no wine, no nothing. And I, that's not true. I don't agree with if that If you all. wake up and you are a one cup of coffee in the morning type of person, you have the one cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah. You don't have a nervous drink. You don't have a nervous coffee. So um, my the person I was talking for, she was like, hey, let's go out and have a wine before. Do not do it because you need to be alert. You need to be and, – and it gets not your – bit of liquid no, courage. nothing. You can have a celebratory drink afterwards because it tastes better anyway. Oh, I have to wait. <laughs> you have to because it, you know, it gets your heart racing, especially coffee. It gets you on edge and you yeah, can't – when yeah. you're nervous, you speak really fast mm-hmm. anyway and you don't want to speak fast. No. Next one is when you get on stage, do not talk straight away. So you get on stage and you grab the mic and you don't just go straight into your speech. You look around and you say, oh, you know, and you have a moment with the audience like I'm a normal person. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I just imagine you getting up there and just staring at everyone like, shut the fuck up. You're about to hear me talk. Just staring at them all like like a serial killer, just like. Hello. Not even speaking, just staring quietly for five Can minutes. How long do you go? Naturally. <laughs> no, it's just like a little bit of talking, you know, like natural talking. Oh, so like, hi, everyone. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like um, on the weekend I got past the mic and the mic wasn't on, right? And I had a moment where I went to say hi, everyone, into the mic, wasn't on, turned it on, be natural, be like, 
ha ha ha, the mic wasn't on. Like, oh, like Curly the Frog, yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you are destroying no, my I love soul. It. I, li- I live for you. So Amy. you have to do that. Though. You yeah. have to have a moment. Do not talk straight away. People aren't ready. They're not. They're, yeah, you've just yeah, walked yeah. on stage. Are you the next person speaking? They don't know. Figure it out yeah. and take a moment. Breathe. Then you have to <laughs> shut up. Oh, I love it. Start with like a strong in. Your intro is. Listen to me, third yeah. speaker of the freaking debate team. Your intro is so important. Mm -hmm. So you have to have, and also you have to know it really well. So if it is like a quote or if it's like a statistic, usually I start with a personal story because I know it well. You have to know it well. You have to be able to, even if you are reading off the screen, you have to know that even without reading off the screen, it has to be you're in. And it has to be kind of funny. Break the ice. Don't don't make it too serious, even if it is serious. No. Like sometimes topics are kind of serious. Yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, break the ice and it has to be a strong in. Next, and this is like one of my most important, is that... Picture them naked. No, because <laughs> I couldn't speak and I just want to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking pretty good over oh, there. Hello, yeah. and then that's creepy and yeah. inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Um, no. You have to make eye contact with audience members one by one rather than scanning the audience and you do you just ignore people that aren't engaged so that have got negative body language. So I have shit eyesight. Sometimes <laughs> I can't see who's, you know, so it's a little bit hard for me. But what I do is rather than looking across the yeah. audience and just like talking, people want personal connections mm-hmm. and it keeps that person engaged. So you look down and say you read the screen or whatever. Then you look up and you look like you're talking to someone and you keep it engaged. And that person will be like, ooh, and then, because they want you, people want I you had to a succeed. Moment. Yeah, that's and it. They, and they like, yeah. If someone is sitting there and they're on their phone, absolutely do not try to engage them because you just want to ignore that that's happening and keep the people that are engaged engaged. And those people will peer pressure the other people that aren't engaged to be engaged. Yeah. And I think that is one of my strongest points. Okay. Next one is you have to speak. Super slow, like unnaturally yeah. slow, because again, because you people you rush when you're at public. When you're nervous, like, yeah. like your heartbeat goes, the adrenaline goes, you, and you want it to be over. Mm-hmm. No, lap up the moment, calm it down, and speak really, really slowly. That's a good point, Annie. Yes, because I always unnaturally rush. slowly. I rush a lot when I'm public speaking. Like I said. Even though it's really slowly and unnaturally slowly and you want to try and be natural in every other way, especially with your body language, you don't want to rehearse that. You just be natural, natural. But the speaking and you speak slowly because people actually, unless they're psychopathic or actually really hate you, they want you to succeed. So they're totally fine to be like hear you speak slowly. And mm. it also, especially if you've got an accent, say you're talking to a crowd that doesn't understand you, Slow key, yeah, important. <laughs> um, and like pause if you've got a point, yeah, and you really just want to let that sit for a minute. Pause. Oh, and wait for applause. Yes, that is the worst when like everyone's clapping and then the speaker just wants to start. I'm like, no, 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 honey, break it down. Wait, yes. please, because we want to appreciate what just happened. 
And you're cutting the applause short. Yes, symmetry. <laughs> yes. yes, balance. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so obsessed with Jonathan of Queer Eye right now. That is exactly yeah. right. Yes. Yes. Yes, Queen. Um, next one, don't apologize. So if you stumble mm. and you you know, stuff up. My favourite thing is to go bleh, 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 and take the piss out of myself and yeah. not and just laugh it off because it's nothing to me. So why are you worrying about it, audience member? It's nothing to me. Do not apologise. Like, oh, sorry. Um, Yeah, just one moment. Like, uh, mm. my computer, blah, blah, blah. Don't apologise. Just do it. They're sitting there and they're all quiet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. They can't answer back. I mean, they can and then they're a heckler and that's fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, And then... My, I've got three more. No, four more to go. Always give the audience at the very end. You always want to give the audience an action, right? So you've talked at them, talked at them, talked at oh, them. Like a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love heart emoji on Facebook. This is no. my action. Thumbs up. Okay. Peace sign. Shuckers. Mine was. Um, so it needs to be a call to action. Oh, a call right? to action. Okay. So yeah. whether it is, you know, you relay a point, say a statistic over and over so they, they remember it and they're going to take it away or tonight let's all make a promise that we talk to one person about this subject mm-hmm. or whatever, call to action. People love that. Then... um yeah, just the main thing is people don't want perfect, they want human. And human is never perfect. We are not a robot. This is not Siri on stage. This is a human being. I mean, mind you, I don't know what Siri looks like. I that have a vision so... of what Siri looks like. What is it? She's got like um, her hair like drawn back in like a shignon? What, what are those called? Like, sh- oh, God. Shignon? No, I'm like out, a bun. She's in a, she's in a bun and she's got a blouse on. And she has yeah. glasses that are like on the tip of her nose. Really? Yeah, and she like looks down at you. Oh, I kind of like the super nanny. Oh my, really? Yeah, that's kind of what I think she looks like. Yeah. Oh, but like hotter. Uh, oh, like that's I've got a bit like. Mean. No, no, I mean like she's. See, I I've just got like a sex bot. In my I've head. got like a sexy so super nanny. I in my hate head. that I've sexualized a fucking Syrian who helps her. <laughs> and it's so bad. No, and she I doesn't should sexualize help me. Women, she's, but... she's rude to me. She cannot say my name. Properly, oh. Bianca. I'm not. That's oh, not my name. Yeah, Siri. Yeah, and she you're says she's calling still, you Siri. She's only like Mel. She says Melbourne. Oh, mate, Melbourne. Melbourne. It's Melbourne. <laughs> no, it's not Siri. You don't live here. Yeah. Um. Next one is ask questions to the audience to interact, but not like actual questions. Like they're rhetorical. Like, um, you know you. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Or you can relate to that, yeah? yeah. And then they all like nod their head, and it's like interactive, and it gives you a little like pat on the back. You're like, yeah, hell they yeah, know what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. And last one, oh, say thank you, always. I always say thank you. I so yeah, <laughs> mic drop, yeah, ooh, awesome speech. But then run back to the microphone and go, yeah, I'm really thankful. Like, I'm really so grateful you came. Like, don't overdo it. Yeah. We're not going down the apologising path that I just taught. Sorry. But you always say thankful because they've given you your yeah. time. And also they need to know when it is over. over. So then they, yeah, honey. Woo, woo, woo. So you said mic drop. Would you suggest doing a mic drop? Well, I don't like breaking things. Yeah. And that's like my environmental thing. Like, uh, could we mm. not? 
But I love a good mic drop personally. Do I think you? It's, oh yeah, just I don't like a guitar smash. I don't like a mic drop. It just feels all so wasteful. But but um, I don't think a guitar. I think a guitar smash is wasteful. But I think a mic drop's just like dropped it. It's not broken. But I think it does break them, Bianca. Sometimes, like surely, if you're dropping microphones, depends oh. on. I think it depends on the velocity, and I think it depends on the height of the drop. Actually, Annie, I've seen many a mic drop. Thank you. No, I don't know. What you I'm sound about. like you do them all the time, and you sound like you're just about to follow this with one and leave. <laughs> no, I'm not going to drop the microphones in here. Don't. No, so, no, no. is my tips helpful for you? Yeah, very helpful. We actually have public speaking tomorrow that we're doing and I am nervous so now I'm going to definitely take your tips on board and I'm going to stand at the beginning and just stare at people in a creepy way that's my oh my (laughs) no 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 do you know what you this is my debating team I'll go third speaker darling you uh, you go first Uh, I'll fix up your mistakes I I will make the human connection (laughs) and I will get it sorted and I will get the applause for us oh I see so you're going to be the one that comes in third and fixes everything, even yeah. though you're the kind of person that would illegally take illicit substances to a kindy. Yeah, that makes sense. Liam, <laughs> he's first speaker. In fact, he doesn't speak. He's mute. But whatever. And that's going to be good. When we go to, when we go to court, he, he doesn't speak. So he doesn't awesome. Speak. Yeah, Can't defend himself. <laughs> and then I just mic drop and like, boom, and divorce because you're in jail. But see yeah, yeah, amazing. Brilliant. Love Spectacular. It. <laughs> Amazing show-stopping. Show Spectacular. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs>